2: Hi everybody, Monica Reinagel here. Welcome to the Nutrition Diva's Quick and Dirty Tips for Eating Well and Feeling Fabulous. And today, I have some tips on what we could all do to help stem the tide of childhood obesity. You know, I really have to applaud First Lady Michelle Obama for making childhood obesity one of her keystone initiatives. The number of obese kids in the U.S. has tripled over the last 30 years, and today, one in every five kids is obese, and a great many more are overweight. Not only is this a cruddy way to spend your childhood, but overweight kids are highly likely to become overweight adults, battling both their weight and the associated health problems for a lifetime. Now, just as with the obesity epidemic among adults, the problem of childhood obesity is complex and tenacious. It's more than we're going to be able to tackle in a five-minute podcast, obviously. But you have to start somewhere. And if you're concerned about your child's weight, start here. Number one, cut down on sweet beverages. Way down. Of all the less than healthy foods that kids consume, soda and other sweetened beverages, including juice and sports drinks, may be the worst. They have no nutritional value. They contain a lot of calories, but they don't make a dent on hunger. And 100% of the calories they contain are in the form of refined sugar, probably the most damaging type of calories you can consume kids consume about twice as much refined sugar as the generally recommended maximum. And about half of it comes in the form of sweetened beverages. Simply eliminating or dramatically limiting these drinks is a no-brainer. Now, soda is obviously a problem, but you also want to be on guard against sweetened drinks that masquerade as healthy. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I don't think very highly of processed fruit juices even the ones that claim to provide a serving of vegetables. This is where the USDA and I differ. I don't believe these drinks should count as a serving of fruits and or vegetables. Nutritionally speaking, a glass of apple juice, even 100% unsweetened apple juice, is virtually indistinguishable from a glass of ginger ale. Sports drinks like Gatorade are also overused And overrated. Perhaps it's the association of these beverages with sports that makes them seem harmless or even beneficial. But there's no reason for anyone to suck this stuff down by the court. If kids are exercising hard for an extended period of time or in very hot conditions, these drinks can help replace electrolytes and keep them hydrated. Otherwise, water is really the ideal beverage. If you missed it, I had a whole podcast on what kinds of things kids need to eat and drink before, during, and after sports. And you can find that in the show archives at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com.
0: Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today.
1: There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery.
2: My second tip is to limit screen time. There's a direct correlation between the amount of time kids spend in front of screens, and that includes TVs, computers, games, and handhelds, and their weight. Too much screen time is also a risk factor for ADD and other learning disorders. With the exception of those video games where you're dancing or otherwise moving around a lot, screen time is usually extremely sedentary, and it's also easy to snack mindlessly when you're sitting in front of the TV or the computer. Screen time also increases your kids' exposure to aggressive marketing for junk and fast foods, and if you don't think that influences their behavior, you're underestimating the power of advertising. When you set limits on screen time, kids have to find other ways to keep busy like kicking around a soccer ball, riding bikes to a friend's house, whatever. One or two hours of screen time per day, not counting screen time that's legitimately homework-related, is plenty. Of course, setting a limit is one thing, and forcing it is another. Removing TVs and computers from kids' bedrooms is helpful. As is turning the TV off during dinner. And there are also some free software applications and some other devices that you can get to restrict your kids' access to the internet, television, and other electronics when you're not around to police them yourself. And I've included links to those in the show notes. And my final tip is you have to walk the walk. There's really no way around this. Kids with overweight parents are much more likely to be overweight themselves. If you're serious about raising healthy kids, You're going to have to get serious about your own lifestyle, and that means cutting back on your own screen time, being more active, and eating healthier. So turn off the TV, prepare a meal, even a simple one, and sit down at the table to eat it. Take a walk or a bike ride after dinner. Your kids may act as if you are the last one they'd ever turn to for advice, but the truth is they will imitate your habits, both the good ones and the bad ones. And the habits they develop now will follow them into their adult lives. Do you have other ideas on how to fight childhood obesity or maybe a success story from your own family? I'd love to hear it. You can post your comments on the show's webpage at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com or come visit me on my Facebook page. I'll see you next week. Remember to eat something good for me.